It's Tuesday, December 16, 2014. The A's at 56, the nays at 40. Uh, the motion to concur is passed. Congress wraps up for the year Republican anti-environment initiatives to be signed by the president. Every nation has a responsibility to do its part. UN Climate Summit wraps up in Peru. All nations are in for the final treaty in Paris. Plus... What I think on the left I get a little tired of is this idea that, uh, the sanctimonious idea that somehow science has decided all this and so therefore you can't have a view. Another Bush, another climate change denier. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It, it is not uh, unanimous amongst scientists that it is... Uh, it is uh, disproportionately man-made disproportionately man-made what does that even mean jeb bush by the way welcome to 2016 governor this is your green news report okay desi doyan before we get to jeb bush and much more uh, we had a tornado in Los Angeles yeah, this week. and it was a really weird and rare one, indeed. In December. A tornado, rare enough, in December, even more so. Why didn't anybody warn me that we were going to get this insane, crazy weather on this planet? Yeah, it's almost like scientists didn't warn you as they have been doing day in and day out and being totally ignored. Yeah, but I can't hear them if I put my fingers in my ear and go... Blah, 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 blah. Like Jeb Bush. This is true. But what do you have for us today? Well, first, the United Nations Climate Treaty Conference ran into overtime over the weekend. If we fail, future generations will judge our effort not just as a policy failure, but as a massive collective moral failure of historic consequence. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that was U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry urging delegates at the United Nations Climate Treaty Talks in Lima, Peru, to move aggressively on an emissions reductions treaty to be finalized in Paris one year from now. As happens every year, this year's talks in Lima went into overtime, but the delegates did reach an agreement on the building blocks, formerly known as the Lima Call for Climate Action. The good news is, for the first time in history, all nations have committed to reducing their rate of emissions, including emerging economies of India, China, and Brazil. You know, we cover these climate conferences every year. It seems they always end up uh, in some form of a failure. Is it fair to say that this year we actually had a success, a breakthrough of sorts? Yeah, that would be fair to say. However, critics did pan the accord as weak because it pushes off the most difficult questions until next year. Questions of how much each country is going to cut, over how long a period, how they'll be measured? Will it be legally binding? Whether there will be financing for poor nations? It's a huge treaty with lots of moving parts. Another important breakthrough at the UN Climate Summit, a fund to help poor nations adapt to the impacts of global warming. It's called the Green Climate Fund. It met its initial funding threshold after President Obama pledged $3 billion, convincing other nations to contribute. However, the U.S. contribution to the Green Climate Fund has now been blocked by Republicans in Congress. Of course. That's part of the so-called Cromnibus government bill that was passed in the wee hours over the weekend, among a whole passel of anti-environment amendments that we reported on, including cuts to the EPA and changes in endangered species protections. Republicans also resurrected their zombie attack on light bulb energy efficiency standards. Well, they did, but remember... 
the president and Republicans negotiated this agreement. This is something that Obama has agreed to. And in other legislation, also a must-pass, the Defense Authorization Bill, Republicans inserted a land swap into that legislation, giving away sacred Apache lands to a foreign mining company. Well, that's just patriotic of them, Desi. Speaking of Republicans, Jeb Bush, who? a son of George H.W. and brother of George W. Not ringing a bell. As announced, he is forming an exploratory committee to, quote, explore the possibility of running for president in 2016. What's his position on the climate? Well, back in 2011 on Fox News, he stopped just short of outright denial. There, it, it is not uh, unanimous among scientists that it is, uh, it is uh, disproportionately man-made. What I think on the left I get a little tired of is this idea that, uh, the sanctimonious idea that somehow science has decided all this and so therefore you can't have a view. It's, it's easy to fall into this trap that's, that's created by, uh, by the left. And I think Governor Perry, um, as it relates to global warming, has every right to suggest that it's not a certainty. I love how even Jeb Bush, the supposedly reasonable one, is referring to science as if it is something from the left. I mean, where does he even get that? A good question. As usual, ideology trumps science. If science is on the left, I guess anti-science is what he represents on the right. We'll go with that, Governor. For much more on those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help the Green News Report stay on your public airwaves. For Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. But you-